Hi, I'm Leanne Blaney, adventure coach, speaker and award-winning author. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast, where we are having conversations about what might be holding you back and how to move forward to achieve your dream life. Come along on a journey and set yourself up by having freedom in your choices, becoming grounded and centered and learn how to speak from the heart. For more information, go to leanneblaney.com. Let's ignite your life. Catherine Mora is a book coach and publisher based in Brisbane, Australia. She helps coaches, speakers and aspiring thought leaders write and publish beautiful self-help books, business books and memoirs. Hi, Catherine. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast. Thanks for having me, Leanne. I'm very excited to be talking to you. Oh, you're so welcome. And I'm excited about talking about our theme of book writing today. But first, do you want to let the listeners know a little bit about you and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, sure. So I actually worked in marketing and media for about 15 years on and off. And in between that, I kept escaping to go overseas and travel and work on ships and live in London and New York and different things. And I always wanted this sort of life full of experiences. And along the way, people were always telling me to write a book. And eventually, I wrote a novel inspired by one of those experiences. That did really well. And then I couldn't decide what to do from there. I ended up studying a diploma in leadership coaching and mentoring. Loved it so much that I found, you know, coaching was so powerful that I started my own coaching business. And it didn't go that well in the beginning. And I ended up working with a business coach who looked at my history and said, well, why don't you help people with promoting their books? So that's basically how I got into what I'm doing. Although I didn't want to help with the promotion, I actually wanted to help with writing the book. So we created a package where I help people write their book, you know, going right from idea stage to first draft. And over the last few years, I've grown my team so that now we offer everything from book idea through to published book. Wow, I love that. It's exciting, isn't it, to write a book? Like when you hear a lot of people say, and like I hear it because I'm doing bucket listing and I'm a certified bucket list coach, so I work with a lot of people in their bucket list. One of the things that comes up constantly is, oh, I'd love to write a book one day, but I don't know if I'll ever get around to it or I don't know if I'm good enough. And you hear all these different things about book writings, which is why I wanted to talk to you today because I think it's really important that no matter what your reason, writing a book can be you know, so freeing, so cathartic, can't it? Yes, yeah, certainly. And look, when I talk to people, I say writing a book can be for a variety of reasons. So you can do it as more of a bucket list kind of item, you know, where it's a personal goal or you can decide to go commercial and therefore, you know, you will up the ante a little bit. So you'll invest in editing and a book cover and all of those things, but you don't have to do all of that because the process of writing a book, so many people write to me after they've worked with me and say, oh my gosh, like how much it's changed them. And I even had a client who didn't, she never wanted to publish the book and it was only ever a personal endeavor. And when she came to me, she said, you know, I've been thinking about writing one for years. She's actually a journalist. So she certainly has the writing skills, but she said, oh, you know, I've been wanting to write it and I haven't done it and I've put it off. And she said, and then I saw you within 10 minutes of seeing me online. She jumped on a call with me. Uh, no, we even, she signed up over messenger and she said, I just need to do this. And you're the person. And she said to me that she'd had this really bad uh, experiences in her earlier life and her teenage years. And they were very personal uh, traumatic experiences. And she said, I feel like this is weighing me down 
what happened to me and the impact it had on me over the next 30 years is weighing it down. And she said, it's like, it's a cork in my soul. And I want to, I need to release the cork by writing a book and then all the other stuff will come out, all the beautiful stuff. Cause she felt like there was all these things she wanted to do, but something was holding her back and she felt instinctively like it was the book. So this was back in 2018 and then literally a few weeks ago, we ended up having a call just to catch up because, you know, you become close to your clients and we sort of missed each other. And she was also helping me with doing a quiz thing. And I said, how's it going? You know, and she said, oh my goodness. Remember how I used to tell you that it was like a cork? She said, that's exactly what happened. What I thought would happen, happened. She said, once the book was finished, she didn't edit it. She didn't publish it. None of that. Once it was finished, she said, everything that I wanted to do started happening. And she said, I've had the best year, year and a half since I finished working with you. It was Christmas, December 18, 2018 that she finished. She said, the last year and a half has been amazing. She said, I've got overseas clients. I've developed a program. I've gotten a coach. I've done this. I've done that. And all of these things. And she said, I'd been holding out for years on doing those things. It's awesome, isn't it? Because, I mean, I did my own book for my business it was for business reasons but part of that was telling my story within the book and so to me yeah. it was very cathartic getting that story out I never thought I would say as much as I did and that it would actually be wow some aha moments thinking oh yeah I forgot about that and you know just writing it did unleash a few things and so even though I had a purpose for it for my business it was very different putting your own story into words as well because I think yeah. getting it out of your head and writing it down that makes a huge difference doesn't it yeah, definitely. And that's, it's like along the same lines as journaling that people journal to get it out. But I will say writing a book's a bit different because it's structured. It's a big project. You really feel like you've achieved something. I mean, I don't feel like anyone probably writes in their journal and goes, yes, you know, and buys a bottle of champagne. You finish your book and people celebrate, you know, a lot when they finish the book. Cause it's finishing my own first book, first draft was honestly to date probably the proudest moment of my life because no one has time you know I had a newborn baby I went back to work full-time and so when I finished it I thought you know what like I actually finished this thing like I actually sat down on my bum and wrote it every day until it was done and that's an incredible feeling and my clients all say that sort of thing Oh, it certainly is, isn't it? It's a great feeling when you finish the book. And yeah. I often hear people say, oh, I don't have the time to do it. And it's really not a time thing, is it? It's prioritising what's going to be important for you. And I found that when I started, I thought it was such a different experience and I was really in the moment and enjoying it that you didn't even have to do a lot per day, but you just keep working on it, keep that momentum going. And then when you finish, it is that huge, proud achievement and I love to say I've written a book now because you know, it, yeah. it was a dream of mine when I was a kid. It may not have been this type of book, but to me getting something published and having that, as you said, it's a huge project and very structured. That was just amazing to get that out there. And you always have it. And, you know, realistically, like nobody has time to write a book. Yeah. And as you would know with coaching, it is, as you said, a matter of priorities that when you decide that it's important, you carve out the time because you literally never have time. Like people will say to me, Oh, I want to write a book, but I'm just going to wait until blah, blah, blah happens. As soon as that's over, even before it's over, the next thing comes up and the next thing comes up. And as we all know, especially any of us who have businesses, jobs, who are mums, whatever, things just pile up and pile up and pile up and come out of nowhere. 
And I'm not saying to overload yourself for sure, because we also probably need more downtime. But when you say, you know what, I'm going to commit to it, set a date and then don't let anything, don't book anything else. So don't say, I'm going to create a course at the same time you decided to write your book. You pick one or you pick the other and then you just go for it. And it's only a few months where you're writing a little bit every day. It's not like your whole life. That's right. If you break it down into pieces, it really is not a lot over the time. And you don't have to do a massive big tome. <laughs> it can yeah. be a smaller book, can it? Yeah. And even the time commitment, I tell my clients, just go for 15 or 20 minutes a day. That's not going to write your whole book in three months. But what it will do is create momentum mm. and hunger for writing more. And when you have that, then you'll find an hour here and there to do the big sessions. And I had a client referred to me who had, he was writing a novel and I don't normally work with novels, even though I love them because, you know, I work more in the memoir self-help kind of space, but he was referred to me because he'd been working on this novel for 10 years. And what's funny is that it's a sci-fi novel. So he said to me, <laughs> what kept happening was something would be in the news that's like in his sci-fi novel. And he said, if it's happened, it's not sci-fi anymore. So we had to keep rewriting the book. It's really funny. Anyway, he came to me and I said to him, you know, you've got to write for little chunks every day. He said, oh, but that doesn't work for me. And I said, dude, you've been writing this for 10 years. What you were doing doesn't work for you. So just give it a try. So he had a day job and, uh, in Sydney and he had to catch a train every day, 40 minutes each way. And I said to him, just do something on the train. And he went, oh, my goodness. Anyway, a week later, he said to me, this is amazing. So he gets on the train, sits down, got his laptop out, typed for 20 minutes, packed his laptop up, you know. So he had time at the beginning and end to get himself organised. And he wrote his whole, the whole rest of his book, and sci-fis are not short, in 12 weeks with me after 10 years of trying to do it because I said, just do little sessions. Stop trying to sit down for four-hour sessions and then that doesn't happen. Just do little sessions and, yeah, so it's the key is that momentum, little bites every day. Yeah, exactly. And having someone to kick your butt when they're waiting for your chapters. It definitely. Like I had a book uh, coach as well. <laughs> Brilliant. And having someone to take, keep you accountable and to just check in to see how you're going and make sure that you're not going off on some tangent it is really, really helpful. So I do recommend it as well. Yeah. So you mentioned before yeah, we, you were in the self-help as well, that sort of area. Do you help a lot of business people, small business people get their book out? Yeah, so most of my clients are business owners, coaches, consultants, speakers, or people who aspire to be speakers, thought leaders, that kind of thing. And normally people are writing self-help books or business books, which are mostly the same, except business books tend to cover the more businessy subjects like finance and stuff like that, leadership. And then memoirs as well, because you can, you can achieve many of your same business goals by writing a memoir. So people who, I have a client, for example, who was doing some speaking and wanted to get paid more. In fact, I've had a few who were like that. They wrote a self-help book because it elevates your credibility, elevates your status, because people still aspire to be authors and they still look up to authors. They still find it impressive. If your book's not high quality, I don't believe it helps you. But if you write a quality book with a great cover and it's well edited and all of that, people still go, wow, she wrote a book. And, and it elevates you to that sort of expert status. 
So I've clients who are already getting paid to speak doubled their speaking fees. I've one client tw- up at twenty five thousand US dollars for a keynote now after her book. Another client had five gigs booked the week her book came out, and so definitely there's a lot of opportunity in there to sort of get those expert gigs because you might be high. You know, I'm I'm doing rabbit ears. I forget, but you can't see them on the podcast. You might be competing with a hundred other coaches who do what you do. And the minute you write a book, you pop out the top out of all of them. It's definitely something that helped my business uh, writing the book because I wanted to go speaking, doing like networking events. And I think it's, it's actually helped having that tangible to go out there and hey, hey, here's a book. And as you say, it does actually lift the credibility yeah. and does show that you know your stuff because you've written this book. And you can actually show people here it is because it's really hard, like especially for coaches, I think, to get across their message of what they do. Yeah. So having that book can actually be that first step kind of for people to get to know them and know what they actually do. Yeah. And look, a memoir does that as well. I love memoirs, you know, autobiographies. Um, and the brilliant thing is you choose what to put in there, and but people feel like they know you and you can write it in such a way that's really engaging, like a novel. That's how I teach it. So it's got dialogue and all of that. And people can resonate with your story and say, well, she's been through a lot that she, she'll really understand me, you know? And I think that helps the reader feel closer to you and then they decide to work with you because they feel like you, you're inside their head because you had similar experiences. Mm, mm. So what have you found with when people come to you? Do Is it mainly first-time authors who have no idea how to set a book up or is it ones that just need that account accountability? Who's the best sort of client for you? Yeah, look, mostly it's people who have never done anything mm. similar. Even people, as I mentioned, who are journalists, etc. that style of writing is different. It's not a book. It's one-off articles. There's a whole lot of different things. But a lot of people just say, I want to write one. This is the kind of business I have. Not everyone has a business, but most people do. And they get guidance right from their idea through to we help them put it out in the market. But then I have got a client at the moment, I've got uh, a client who's writing her second book with me. And her first book was actually a USA Today and Wall Street Journal bestseller. And she's come back to me to write the second book just because she said, I know I need the accountability. She's a great writer. She already has a great audience and fantastic engagement. But she said, I know that you know, she tried to do it on her own for a couple of months and she said, oh, Catherine, I'm writing another book. I said, oh, great. And she said, you know what, I'm just going to go this one alone and then I'm going to come to you and use one of your editors when the time comes. I said, great, awesome. I can't wait to see it. And then, I don't know, a couple of months later, she said, okay, I need you, I need you to coach me because she said it was still sitting there. It was all in her head, but she said, you know, with the kids and the business and she's really busy with clients, she said it just wasn't getting done. So... Yeah, she's back on board now for book two. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so you mentioned like with that, it was in her head. Do you get a lot of mindset issues with people that come in, they want to write the book, then they have all these doubts about themselves. They, they start questioning, do I have the ability to write? Yeah. What do you do? Like I know you've got that coaching background. Do you help them with that type of thing? Yeah. So I guess that's one of the benefits of me having a coaching background and qualification is that, I can do separate coaching sessions with them that are just about the mindset and writer's block because people think things like, oh, actually, you know what? I'm not expert enough. Who am I to write a book? What are people going to say? Do I know my topic well enough? Are people going to pick on what I'm saying, like and refute it? Or 
Uh, people are going to think that I'm ridiculous. Am I going to look stupid? I'm not even a very good writer anyway. People are going to be bored by this. Honestly, every doubt and horrible thing you could say to yourself, people say to themselves. And, you know, I something brilliant that um, Carly Marie, one of my um, clients, the one I just mentioned, said to me, is that this book represents how I feel at this point in time, what I know at this point in time, and what I want to share about this topic. I reserve the right to grow and change, and I will continue to do it. The book's going to change me, and I'm going to continue to grow. But this book represents where I am right now. And the beauty of that is that in five years' time, when you've moved on to goodness knows what, greener pastures, newer pastures, that book stands there not only as a legacy from that time in your life, but people who come across you in five years' time, they need then what you have to offer now. So you might have moved on, but your future reader needs you then. Mm. So I think people underestimate I mean, people love books and they can change lives, literally change lives. Have you ever read like one thing in a book that sticks with you and you actually take action on and change? I know that I have. Mm, definitely. There's been a lot of books that just life-changing. Got me into coaching actually. <laughs> yeah. And look, it's sort of the same. When I couldn't decide what to do with my life, I read a book and I can barely remember most of the things he said, but he made this one suggestion about emailing people to get a suggestion on what you're good at. I did that and it literally, literally changed the trajectory of my life. And so books can do that. And no matter where you are, your book can help someone who needs that message exactly where they are now. It doesn't matter if you're going to keep growing and changing and it doesn't matter if you're not what you consider to be the expert because you can be the expert in where you are right now. And this, it's so relative, isn't it? It sure is. And it's, and it's interesting that you touch on that point because I know when I wrote my book, it was very foundational um, coaching type type stuff. It was about balance, having inner balance in this, uh, within. Yep. And it was very much where I was and what got me through or got me started on my, my sort of progressive way of thinking about my life and how it wasn't where I wanted to be and how I wanted more adventure. So, but now I've moved on and thinking, oh, but you know, that book, maybe it's not relevant now, but that, as you say, it's relevant for the people who haven't started their journey yet, who might exactly. want that, who need that message. Because I, I hadn't even heard of coaches, I don't know, maybe five, maybe five years ago, maybe it was six years ago, I can't remember. But there was a, there was a point in time which I didn't even know what a coach was. And when I even went to study coaching, I didn't even know what a coach was until I studied it. So yeah, we forget that people don't know what we know. Mm. And I say we, the royal we, like for all of your listeners and for you, for me, we kind of take our knowledge for granted and you forget that people will benefit from it. Yeah. And it's even like the people who aren't necessarily in business to write a book, their story is quite relevant to anybody. Like if they can touch one person, even with their story, it is relevant. It is important enough. You know, it's not that you didn't have a drama filled life. It's yeah. your story. Isn't it? It's your unique you that you're getting out there. And a lot of women say to me, they want to leave it for their kids, you know, because to self publish, to a really high quality level with lots of, you know, editing and covers. Look, it's something that does run into the thousands, right? It's not something that you just, and theoretically you can pump it out and put it up on Amazon for free and people are more than welcome to do that. But a lot of women say, I just want to write it for my kids or my grandkids. And I just want to leave a legacy because I know that, you know, my, my dad passed 12 years ago. I feel like I know him, but gee, it would be awesome if he had done a book. 
and I could actually keep that because then when I think about him and his life, I would have this thing to look back on that's his perspective and that would be amazing. Yeah, and one of the things that I do with my bucket list coaching is we have 12 separate categories. One is leave a legacy. And I think that, you know, leaving a book or your story so that, you know, your kids, grandkids or whoever can you know, really know who you are is really important. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the book that you put your memoir out and have it everywhere, you know, exactly. in bookstores, that type of thing. It's more for your family. You can leave that legacy as well. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. It's a beautiful thing. Well, Catherine, I've loved talking to you about book writing and I could talk for ages because I'm passionate about books. I love reading them. I like writing them. <laughs> it's in the pile next to my bed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. It's always about four or five on the go, <laughs> at least. So thank you so much for being on the podcast today and talking to the listeners about book writing. If they want to find out more about you and where to contact you, where's the best place to go? I'm still really a Facebook person with Catherine Mora Coach. And if you can drop a link to that so that people can see the spelling, I spell Catherine differently. And I'm on LinkedIn also. I'm toying with Instagram. Uh, you know, I go through phases where I'm good with that. So we can chuck that link there. And also um, we've got a book writing and publishing checklist as well that people can access if they want to let me know their email address. I'll send that to them and, um, and we'll give them a special link that identifies that they came through you. So I'd love to know which of your listeners have been interested in writing a book and I'm certainly available to answer questions as well at any time. Great. Well, thanks so much, Catherine. Thank you again. Igniters, the opportunities that come from writing a book are immense. Catherine empowers you to do this and make the impact that you want on this world. To contact Catherine, check out her Facebook, Catherine Mora Book Coach, or go to her website, www.changeempire.com. To find out more about bucket listing, go to my website, www.leanneblaney.com.